Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. Hello, this newest podcast is called Laws About Making Restitution. It covers Exodus chapter 22, verses 1 through 31. And you can find books of the Bible in smaller chunks at https colon double backslash Bible in smaller chunks, B-I-B-L-E. I-N-S-M-A-L-L-E-R-C-H-U-N-K-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. Felt led to write this for people in our busy world so that they can have the opportunity to relate to the Lord through the Bible and smaller chunks of time they, time they have. But in doing this, I'm ever mindful of Revelations chapter 22, verses 18 through 19, not to add to or take away from anything in the Bible. When this first was on my heart, it's like, okay, how am I going to do this? <laughs> and the Lord had it on my heart not to change the meaning of what the passages say. Sometimes he has me add background information to help improve the meaning of it, but not to alter the meaning or to change it. Anyway, so I do this with lots and lots of prayers. I primarily use the King James Version Bible and sometimes BibleGateway.com, BibleHub.com, and other internet resources as necessary. Also, the Lord had it on my heart to put this in a table format. And it seems like it might make it faster for people to read or easier for them to understand what they read. Um, also, I don't put repetitive text unless it does. Um, have additional meaning or um, it's done for emphasis. Now, if it's repeated in another chapter, that's different. But the thing is, is but it, there are certain things that are repeated over and over within a chapter and it doesn't really add any new meaning. I don't have that. But in doing this, it changes the verse numbering. So let's say verse six, verse seven, verse eight. I just tell you a range of verses like I am today and it's covering Exodus chapter 22, verses 1 through 31, so that you know the vast majority of the pertinent things the Lord has on my heart to include in this are there. Also, within brackets at times, I will have paraphrasing of background information or information to possibly add clarity or more current terms or who's speaking and being spoken to. Sometimes there's condensing, combining, or compressing similar words. And when I come to a passage that's foretelling of a future event, there's an asterisk and I'll say, ah, there's an asterisk. It's foretelling of a future event. And if I can briefly explain the future event at the end of that passage, I will do so. But sometimes I'm not able to do that briefly. And when we get to the point where I'm writing the words of Jesus, it will be in red and I will show you so. So here we are. Laws about making restitution. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and kills it and sells it, he shall restore five oxen for the stolen ox and four sheep for the stolen sheep. If the thief is caught breaking in and is struck and dies, no blood should be shed for him. If the sun has risen on him, there shall be guilt for his bloodshed, and he should be he should make full restitution. If he has nothing, then he shall be sold as a slave for his theft. If the 
if the theft of the thing stolen is certainly found alive in his hand, whether it's an ox, a donkey, a sheep, he shall restore double. And the man puts his animals in another man's field or vineyard to graze in it. He shall make restitution from the rest of his own field or vineyard. If a fire breaks out and spreads to the thorn bushes and causes the standing corn or field to be burned, the person who started the fire, he's talking about deliberate starting on fire because that's the only way at that point in time a fire could be started, or pretty much the only way, I can't say only way, but you're talking about somebody deliberately starting a fire. The fire shall, the person who started the fire should surely make restitution. If a man asks his neighbor to keep either money or articles for him, they are, and they are stolen from his house and the thief is found, let him pay double. If the thief isn't found, then the master of the house shall be brought to the judges to see if he put his hands on his neighbor's property. When there is a dispute over an ox, donkey, sheep, clothing, or any lost thing, which another claims to be his, both parties should come before the judges and whom the judges condemn shall pay double to the neighbor. If a man gives his neighbor a donkey, ox, sheep, or any animal to keep for him and it dies, is hurt or is driven away, and no one sees it, then they both need to take the oath of the Lord that he hasn't caused this to happen, and the owner shall accept that and not pursue the matter. But if the animal is stolen from him, he shall make restitution to the owner for it. If the animal is torn to pieces, then let him bring it as evidence and shall shall not be responsible for what was torn. If a man, sorry, if a man borrows any animal from his neighbor and it is hurt and or dies, the owner wasn't with, and the owner wasn't with it. The man who borrowed it shall surely make it good. But if the owner was with the person who borrowed it, but if the owner was with it, the person who borrowed it isn't responsible. Sorry, I had to read that. If the animal was hired or rented, it came for it as its hire or its rent. If a man entices a virgin who is not engaged in lies with her, he shall surely pay the dowry for her to be his wife. If her father utterly refuses to give her to him, he shall pay money according to the dowry of virgins. She shall not permit those who practice any type of witchcraft to live. Whoever lies with an animal shall surely be put to death. He who sacrifices to any god except to the Lord God only, he shall be utterly destroyed. You shall neither mistreat nor oppress a stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child, for if you afflict them in any way, when they cry out to me, I, the Lord God, will hear their cry, and my anger will become hot, and I will kill you with a sword, and your wives shall be widows and your children fatherless. If you lend money to any of my people who are poor among you, don't be like the money lenders don't charge him interest if you take your neighbor's garment as security. You shall return it by sunset because it's his only covering to keep his skin warm. 
What will he sleep in when he cries out to me and I will hear, for I am gracious. You shall not revile the gods. And then I have um, judges. I have within brackets the word judges. Nor curse a ruler of your people. You shall not delay to off. I think it had a footnote that said you should not revile the gods. It had the footnote that it's judges. So I put that there. Um, you shall not delay to offer the first of your ripe produce or wine and the firstborn of your sons you shall give to me. You shall do likewise with your oxen and sheep. It shall be with its mother seven days, and on the eighth day you shall give it to me. And you shall be holy men to me, and shall neither eat meat torn by beasts in the field, and you shall throw it to the dogs. The next time I share a podcast, it will be called False Reports, Bribes, and Justice, and it will cover Exodus chapter 23, verses 1 through 33. Please share this with others. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time, where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.